Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I want to look at the Stanley Cup playoff games tonight and look back at the game ones in those matchups that are the same tonight across the board in hockey. And I also want to look at the first month of the baseball season and some draft thoughts from the NFL coming out of Vegas of what shook out. Let's start with hockey. Bruins and Canes tonight at PNC Arena in Raleigh. One zip Carolina. They rolled over the Bruins in game one. Lightning and Leafs at Scotiabank in Toronto. Leafs blow out the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Lightning in game one. Blues wild in many. The Blues went on the road and took game one over Minnesota. And then the Kings won on the road in Edmonton. They'll go at it again tonight at Rogers Place on the Oilers' home ice. But let's look back to... Monday night and what happened, the Canes spanked the Bruins 5-1. to Ante Ranta with 35 saves. Seth Jarvis made it one zip. Niederreiter two zip. That was in the second period. In the third, Taylor Hall scored to make it 2-1. Got Boston on the board, but then Tara Vinen scored from Trocek. Then Trocek scored from uh, Pesci and Domi, and then uh, Svechnikov scored, and that was it, 5-1, Canes rule. They got the home ice in the series, and Boston has to be wondering what the hell just happened. How about the Leafs? Everybody expects them to choke like always in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They haven't won it all since 1967. Jake Muzen at 18-19 of the first period, made it one nothing In the second period, the superstar Austin Matthews on the power play from Marner and Tavares, two zip Leafs. And then Camp, a shorty, three zip Leafs from Marner. Then Marner from Riley and Matthews, four zip Leafs. That was after two periods. And then Austin Matthews is second of the game from uh, Case and Riley. 5 nothing. They blanked the Lightning. That was the biggest surprise of the night, if you ask me. Not that the Leafs won, but that they won 5 to nothing, and that the champs, twice defending their cup, going for a third in a row, couldn't get on the board on the road in Toronto and got shut out. 
How about the Blues? They went into Minnesota and blanked the Wild 4 nothing. That was very impressive. I hit that bet, uh, taking them on the streets. Perron on the power play made it one nothing six minutes into the first. Then Ryan O'Reilly, 2 nothing at 15.56 from Falk and Perron. And then in the second period, Perron again, both of his goals, power play goals. This one from Krug and Braden Shen, 3 nothing. And then in the third, Perron, the Hattie. He gets three goals, Krug and Saad on the helpers, 4 nothing Blues. Perron, the gigantic game. And then you got the L.A. Kings. What a win in Edmonton, 4-3 at Rogers Place back on Monday night. Uh, early, Trevor Moore made it one nothing. 11 minutes into the first from Afalo and Deneau. And then Afalo had a goal from Moore and Edler at 16-48. It was 2 nothing. Connor McDavid going end-to-end, 100 miles an hour with a beauty 2-1 to uh, as the Oilers get on the board at the end of the first at 19-17. And then the Oilers tied it up on a power play two and a half minutes into the second period. Yamamoto uh, had the power play goal. Then Brendan Lemieux gave the Kings the lead again at 350. Uh, you know, just like over a minute later. And then Dreisaitl at around a 10-minute mark on the power play from Yamamoto and Connor McDavid made it 3-all. And then in the third period... Philip Deneau, the winner from Dursey and Moore at 14:46, as the L.A. Kings win. And then they uh, had quick making saves all the way to the buzzer as the Oilers tried to tie it up and send it to overtime, but they couldn't get it done. And L.A. steals a huge win on the road in game one against the Oilers in Edmonton. So you got the same games tonight. Uh, can the Bruins rebound? Can the Lightning even score a goal against the Leafs? Can the Blues steal two in Minnesota? Can the Kings do the same thing in Edmonton and steal another one and go home two zip up in the series against the favored Oilers? Great hockey tonight. We'll keep our eyes on everything at Rogers Place in Edmonton, the XL Center in St. Paul, the Scotiabank in Toronto and the PNC in Raleigh. Four great games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know we're loving the hockey. So I know it was, you know, last weekend, but the draft is still on my mind. Uh, this draft had it all. You get 262 players joining the pros and a number of trades. It was a record number, in fact, involving first-round picks, a tie for the most wide receivers drafted in the first three rounds, and a quarterback class uh, that wasn't valued by all the geniuses uh, and all the projections. Everybody waited to snag quarterbacks. And then uh, you had the SEC, as usual, Georgia and Alabama getting a ton of players in. But the thing that stood out to me was the patience on the quarterbacks. The Steelers were the only team that took a quarterback in the first round at number 20 when they got Kenny Pickett from Pitt. But it took until selection 74 into the third round before Desmond Ritter went to the Falcons. That selection was the third latest in a draft for the second quarterback taken in a draft at all. Teams went out and got starters like Russell Wilson and Wentz and Deshaun Watson, and there were trades like uh, for Mariota. So he went to the Falcons, and they just didn't believe in these quarterbacks, obviously. 
Maybe it was because in 21 you had five quarterbacks selected in the first round, and in 2020 there was three. So eight teams uh, already got young quarterbacks drafted over the last couple of years, so not that many teams needed a quarterback in the draft. Malik Willis, who was the talk of the pre-draft, went to the Titans in the third round. Wide receivers stole the show. 17 of them were selected through round three last weekend, which was tied with 94 and 07 for the most in the first three rounds of receivers taken in the draft's history. And remember, there were tons of trades. The Tyreek Hill trade uh, to Miami, A.J. Brown going to Philly, Marquise Brown getting traded from the Ravens to the Arizona Cardinals, Amari Cooper going to Cleveland, Devontae Adams going to Vegas. A lot of teams wanted to uh, draft receivers because they don't want to pay, you know, veteran receivers or young receivers in a league that are worth upwards of $25 million a year now because uh, the receiver position is big money and lots of money and bags of it in the NFL. I mean, look what the Bengals did with Higgins and Boyd. These guys were drafted high. Chase also was a 21 draft. Higgins, 20. Boyd, 2016. They went to the Super Bowl with them. You wonder if, like, Jamison Williams is going to break out after knee surgery or if Chris Olave is going to come up big uh, playing with Michael Thomas in New Orleans. How about the number of trades that went down? I mean, the Vikings traded twice uh, within their own division, and the Lions and Packers uh, moved up, and they selected the receivers like uh, Jamison Williams and Christian Watson. How about all the players selected uh, from the SEC? The all-time record is 40 picks from the SEC in the 2020 draft. This year, 34 players selected in the first three rounds. How about Georgia? 15 players picked in the draft. Bama had six players selected in the first three rounds this year and has 40 drafted in the first two rounds since 2016. That's the most of any team. Overall, 65 SEC players were drafted. And let's talk about baseball. I saw this story about uh, grading the first month on ESPN. They gave the Yankees an A and a 95% chance to make the playoffs. Rizzo, nine home runs. The Yankees were on a 10-game roll uh, that they uh, went into Toronto and won that first game on Monday. So the bottom line is uh, they deserve an A. And the Mets get an A as well, 86 and a half percent playoff odds and they've done that without Jacob deGrom on their staff. Lindor has been unbelievable. A huge season so far. Tyler McGill has pitched brilliantly and Jeff McNeil's hitting 300. The Padres got an A and an 81.9% chance to make the playoffs. Eric Hosmer, they were going to trade him and now all of a sudden the guy's hitting again. The Dodgers got an eight, 94.6% chance to make the playoffs. They're just simply badass. Bueller even had a 108-pitch, three-hit shutout, and he finished the game, a complete game, can you imagine? The Giants got an A-minus and a 65% chance to make the playoffs. Remember last year, they went belly-to-belly in that division with the Dodgers. They're doing it again. 
The Angels got an A minus. 71.5% chance to make the playoffs. I'll tell you what, Mike Trout is on fire. Trout hitting 324, six home runs, and the best OPS in the majors. The Blue Jays got an A minus, 96% chance to make the playoffs. George Springer is lighting it up in Toronto as well. The Rockies got an A minus, but only a 1.5% chance to make the playoffs. That makes no sense to me at all. The Marlins got a B plus. I love the fact that they're in second chase in the Mets. The Brewers got a B plus and an 87% chance to make the playoffs. The Rays got a C plus and Cleveland got a C. The Phillies got a C minus and a 39% chance to make the playoffs. I'm just glad the Red Sox got a D. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.